Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Friday, October 7th. I'm not going to lie, folks. I woke up this morning, opened up the computer, and I fully expected the Denver Broncos to have fired Nathaniel Hackett after last night's unbelievably bad, downright putrid, vomit-worthy performance in a 12-9 overtime loss to the Indianapolis Colts. It's not going to ruin my Friday vibe, though. Uh, I did, yes, have Denver by three. It did not cash. First half under cash, so you got that ticket. Eh, one and one. You lose a little on the VIG. Um, not a great start to the weekend, but holy hell was that bad football last night. My gosh. The good news is we got a phenomenal podcast today. Great guest, Patrick Everson. He writes for Fox Sports Digital. He writes for Vegas Insider. He's carved out a good niche where he's kind of the go-between between the sports books and the betters. He is one of those guys that gets information when the big bets come in, where the public money is. If you're one of if you value that a lot, and it's an interesting data point for sure, you're gonna love what Patrick has to say about this weekend's games. 
I'll tease one right now if you don't follow me on social media. The Miami Dolphins have 91% of the handle against my New York Jets. 91%. Now, again, a lot more bets will come in Saturday and Sunday up leading up to game time, but it's early. I think you're going to like the guest. At the end of the bet, at the end of the podcast, best bets, NFL, it guaranteed will go better than last week. Last week was not great. Um, I feel good about this week. Uh, a lot of money in play. Let's see how it goes. But first, before the guest and the best bets, I, 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 I don't know what you say about the Denver Broncos at this point. Was I wrong about Russ and the Broncos? Certainly. They are unwatchable. Folks, this was the first overtime game with no touchdowns in five years. It was absolutely brutal, and a lot of it falls on. We know the Colts stink. They're missing their best running back, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Matt Ryan is awful. His pocket awareness is like a minus seven. It's dreadful. That being said, there's absolutely no way the Broncos are supposed to lose this football game. I mean, listen, it was 6-3 at the half. You're like, all right, cool. You know, first half under cashes. I'm almost certain. In the second half, Denver will get some separation, get the dub. Folks, are you ready for this? The Broncos had first and 10 at the Indiana nine-yard line and had a field goal blocked. This is all in the second half. They had first and 10 at the Indiana 27. They ended up settling for a field goal. First and 10 at the Indiana 32. Interception. First and 10 at the Indianapolis Colts 19. Interception. First and 10 at the Indianapolis 14. Turnover on downs. Five times inside the Colts 35, and they got three points. That's fully, fully on Hackett and Russell Wilson. I'm not going to give Russ a pass when you go 0 for 4 in the friggin' red zone at home against the Colts. Nobody gets a pass. This was an abomination, and I'm not kidding. Nathaniel Hackett could be getting the Urban Meyer treatment. I don't know about Halloween because that's very, very soon, but... By Thanksgiving, if the if the Broncos have not turned this around, I don't see how you can go into the month of December with Nathaniel Hackett as your head coach. Now, we went over this with our guest yesterday. There isn't a real solid interim coach on the roster. That's one of the major problems. I mean, this is a total failure by the Broncos. Listen, it should have been a sign to me when they couldn't get separation from the friggin' Texans a few weeks back that this team's got problems. You lose to the Raiders understandable you know like I get it the Raiders were desperate but you didn't play great defensively this time the defense was solid I mean they they really roughed up Matt Ryan Matt Ryan who really feels like he's on the verge of getting benched for Sam Ellinger when he comes back healthy because he can actually run around in the pocket Matt Ryan sacks six times leads the NFL in turnovers loses his running back remember I'm not talking about Jonathan Taylor I'm talking about Naeem Hines first quarter gets knocked out with a concussion they were handing off to Philip Lindsay, who they got off the practice squad, squad, and somebody named Deion Jackson, who I promise you I've never heard of this guy. Never heard of him, and he had th- 13 carries. The Indianapolis Colts, 74 plays, one of them went for over 20 yards, and it was to this Jackson kid on a pass. That's it. I, I, I don't know. You, nothing makes sense with the Indianapolis Colts and why they can't move the football at all. The defense was good, though. They did sack Russell Wilson four times. And I've got to ask, listen, I've defended Russ. I'm not selling Russell Wilson. He's obviously not winning the MVP. That's obvious. I can't believe those words even came out of my damn mouth in the preseason as a potential MVP candidate. But I need to know why Russell Wilson is not rolling out of the pocket ever. Like, what the hell's going on? And we saw this with Lamar Jackson on fourth and goal from the two against the Bills. It cost me money. 
We see it with Russell Wilson on fourth and one inside the tent, and it costs me money. You've got a mobile athletic quarterback. And don't tell me Russ is cooked and he's washed and he can't run. He can run and scramble. Is he as mobile as he was five years ago? Of course not. Nobody is. Nobody is. But why are you dropping back on fourth and one inside the tent? They knew it was going to Sutton. Russ had the laser focus on Sutton. He had KJ Hamler wide open on the right side. All the screen grabs were floating around. I put it on my Instagram last night. Hamler shook his uh, cornerback and went, had that had he was wide open on the slant, put his hand up, took off his helmet, slammed it down after the game. He was pissed, and he had a right to be. The safety knew it was going to Sutton. Knew it. Read it, and um, the cornerback, Gilmore, made a really nice play. Folks, this is one of these got losses. You, you Russell Wilson's going to have to man up, and uh, whew, this is tough. This is really tough for Russell Wilson. I, I, I don't want to pile on. He's not, had a rough start. Again, I don't know how many more games I can say. New head coach, new offensive coordinator. But Russ, bro, you got to do better. All right, without further ado, let's get to our guest, Patrick Everson of Vegas Insider and FoxSports.com. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say... I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome into Straight Fire a guy I've known for a little while. Talk started talking to him a couple years ago. He's been in Vegas for over 25 years, I think 28 years now. He does stuff for VegasInsider.com and, of course, you know, Fox Sports Digital. Patrick Everson. Patrick, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, Jason. Really appreciate the opportunity to hang out with you for a few. Yeah, well, we try to bring on a, a gambler every week, uh, somebody who works behind the counter. We try to mix it up, and you 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 found this awesome space, Patrick, kind of in between the big money gamblers and behind the counter, and you're kind of like, I don't know, you tell the temperature of what's going on every week, and it's kind of a invaluable thing you found. You, you kind of created a niche. I like it. I I've, I feel like I have. I hope I have. It seems like it gets... Pretty good response. And I think I never really thought of it like that, but that's a perfect way to describe it. I'm kind of between those two. Not I mean, not only the big betters, but, you know, where the sharp money's going and where the average Joe's. I mean, and I'm an average Joe. I don't tell anybody like, hey, I'm sharp because I cover this. No, I'm not sharp. I'm, I, I make uh, I make heart-based plays sometimes or plus money plays that I shouldn't. I, I, I take every Super Bowl. I bet that there's going to be a safety in overtime. I mean, I'm out there to have fun with it too, but – um, I think that's a great way to describe it. It's kind of between where all the betting action is, big, small, sharp, public, and in between, and what they're seeing behind, you know, what they're seeing and saying to me behind the counter. It's a fun, I think the definitely rule is, fun space. Yeah, if you call yourself sharp, you're not sharp, right? Uh, <laughs> I, I think that's generally it. But I will say, Patrick, so, you know, we'll get into your background in a sec, but for instance, last week in the NFL, mm-hmm. the perceived sharps or the wise guys or whatever you want to call them, they got kind of crushed, and the books won, the house won, the public did well. I'm in one of the, uh, you know, the pick'em contests in Vegas, and like the most popular picks went four and one. I had my worst week at one three and one. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that says about me. Maybe it was an off week, but Patrick, historically, and again, I don't have any uh, hardcore data to back this up. The week after the public wins, usually it's a bloodbath the other way because the books make some corrections. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious. Bird's eye view, what are you seeing this week in the NFL? Any big moves, any big changes line-wise? Well, I mean, 
I'm going through taking a peek at my article right now on the uh, uh, it's up at VegasInsider.com, a odds and action report, which uh, and and I've got some good stuff up at FoxSports.com too, as you noted. Let me back up a moment to what you said. The first three weeks of the season fell very much in the book's favor. Uh, the public took a bath the first three weeks of the season. So the books, uh, the, the public, and therefore overall betters, got some of that back last week. Not necessarily the sharp players, to your point, with you going one, three, and one in, in your uh, in, in your contest plays. Um, so the books, generally speaking, at least on Sunday, actually lost last week, first time this season. Um, mm. There's always some correction to the mean, uh, and the public money is always going to outweigh the sharp money, by the way. Almost always going to outweigh the sharp money. It's very... Uh, the only time where it really doesn't, uh, or at least one of the times where it doesn't, is if public and the sharp are on, sharps are on the same side, which is a bookmaker's nightmare uh, when everybody's going uh, running the same way with it. Uh, although the sharps tend to run away with it at a better number than the public. Public yeah. waits too long to get on board, so it was a loser generally speaking for the books last week and a winner for the betters, but not necessarily for the sharp players. This week, uh, I got a, a piece up this morning on on FoxSports.com talking a little bit about sharp play and where some of the early money is going this week on that. The Cowboys are a sharp play this week, even though they won't have. Really? Yes, even though they won't have Dak Prescott back. And contrary to the movement of this line, this has gone from, uh, I believe, Rams uh, five up to, I think some places actually saw six and a half, um, maybe six now. But the line's kind of moved a little bit toward the Rams, perhaps on the Prescott news that he's not going to play. But uh, John Manica behind the counter at WinBet told me, he said the Rams on short rest and the Dallas style certainly comfort betters taking the dog here. Um, he said we may see more professional uh, money come in on the Cowboys, but the ticket count is favoring the Rams. And generally, if there's a heavier ticket count, that's generally an indicator of where the public is. He said, look, the pro, you know, he thinks this is going to develop into kind of a pros versus Joes game where the sharp side mm-hmm. is going to be Dallas and the public side is going to be the Rams. And with that being said, there's a good chance that the book will, as it generally is, be on the sharp side and need Dallas in that game. Gotcha. So I had somebody just ask me this week, a guy I've known for a while on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me read his exact question. Yo, Jason, what sites or apps do you use to track line movement, percentage of money, bets, etc.? And I told the guy, like, you know, I did that like four years ago, and I thought there was like a little bit of an edge, but I feel like everybody does that now, Patrick, mm-hmm. and that edge is evaporated, so I don't even look that stuff up. That being said, I do read your articles and I notice it's like a big talking point for a lot of people. I'm curious mm-hmm. where you stand, you know, 2022 on the, the the bet percentages and the ticket counts and all that fun stuff. Well, look, first off, it's something that pe- people really enjoy seeing. So I don't yes. mind sticking in that space. People like to see it. Now, I feel like wherever possible, and I, I do this more and more, but there are some books that just don't want to put this kind of information out. But wherever possible, I am getting quotes from behind the counter to back these numbers up, to lend some credence to these numbers, or to even say, look, we understand what the number's done, but here's what's actually happening. So I think a good example of that is what I got from WinBet last night on this Cowboys-Rams game. You know, you see the line go up to Rams six or six and a half. I'm not sure exactly what it's sitting at right now. But and you might think, oh, okay, people are on the Rams this week, and they are. The public is definitely, you know, there's there's going to be plenty of tickets on the Rams this week, thinking they're in a bounce back spot and so forth. And you know, how long can Dallas keep this going with uh, with with Cooper Rush as the starting quarterback? But if I just give the splits there, that's you know, that doesn't necessarily tell the story. When John Manica says to me, uh, Dak officially ruled out again this week is no surprise. However, Dallas Cowboys three and one, that is a surprise. 
He said the Cowboys will rattle off three runs in a row. The early action is heavy on the Cowboys. We have taken two bets from respected parties, sharp bettors, one at plus six very early and the other at plus five and a half. So, uh, you know, that's I'm trying wherever I can. I can't always do this. And I agree with you. The month, the numbers, the percentages and so forth don't necessarily they shouldn't be like a deciding factor necessarily in how you bet. If it's if you've got a whole bunch of things lining up one way and you're looking for one more piece to maybe help you make a decision, I feel like it's good. Or if you're just kind of interested in that stuff, then I think it's good. But like I said, I'm trying to provide context to these when yes. I can as well. And uh, which I hope is helpful. I can't always do that because there are some books that want to divulge more of this information than others. Um, Circa Sports is a fantastic book, very sharp. They take sharp money. They take high volume sharp money, you know, high amounts of sharp money. Um, but they don't really want to talk about that. And that's fine. That's their model. They, they don't really want to uh, get into where their need or liability is or who's on what or how big a bet might have come in mm-hmm. on a certain side. Um, and others are, are, are more open to, to discussing those things. So um, and a lot of people think it's just a, for, for a promotional tool. Perhaps it is. But some of these sources I've got, I've had for many years and they weren't you know, they're not out, you know, they're not calling me saying, Hey, I got stuff to tell you. It's, it's me pursuing them and them being open enough as, as, as good sources that I've developed yeah. over a long period of time to give me what I think is credible, timely, interesting, and in many cases, actionable information. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue, while you prep your meats, That grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. 
someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Now, you did mention respected better, and we did have a bookmaker on a couple weeks ago, uh, bet, the guy from Bet Online, and I, and I love the I love when he these guys do this. It's not just him; it's everybody. Mm-hmm. Hey, we just took a seventy five thousand dollar bet on. I'm just making this up. The Vikings sure. against right. the Bears this weekend, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. My first question is, hey, that that's that's good, that's great. Did you move the line? That's all exactly. I want to know. Mm-hmm. But the general public doesn't seem to ask that because, like, oh, seventy five thousand dollars on the Vikings. That's a big bet. Well. If it didn't move the line, I don't care, you know, because that means it's just some guy with a lot of money. And books are reluctant to, like, come out and say that because they don't want to make the guy look bad or whatever. Some of these guys are on social media. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. Do you ask that question? And if you do, do they answer it or are they are people not willing to answer that? Uh, it's probably a 50-50 split. A lot of times okay. I'll, get, I'll get informed about large bets. Um, and I do always try to ask, especially if, I mean, take account is one thing, but money is another. And if you're, if I'm getting one of my releases from, say, DraftKings or PointsBet or Caesars or BetMGM or whoever, and the money is skewed significantly more than the ticket count, or even the ticket count is like 75% on one side and the money is 75 or 80 or 90% on the other, to me, that's almost a sure sign that somebody big came in and and one big bet is what's skewing that number. And that happens every week. And I ask about those so that, and in some cases, I, I'm kind of told on background and I can work it into my story, my article or my video or whatever, kind of mm-hmm. subtly. I'll say, well, there was a significant, you know, uh, the Raiders are, or, or rather the Chiefs are getting 75% of bets at BetMGM Nevada. But there was a significant six-figure wager on the Raiders. And so the Raiders are seeing 
75% of money at BetMGM Nevada, but that's almost entirely due to this significant six-figure bet. Let's say it's $200,000 or $250,000, something like that, which skews the number. Um, And that happens a lot. That's happening a fair amount this season here in Vegas at at BetMGM specifically, where where I get some of this information. And then I'll go and look at BetMGM's national picture, which they also send out. And oftentimes there'll be a, a big difference there. They, the game will actually be much more close to two-way or, or maybe there is actually, it lines up more the way you think it would with the team having the most tickets, also having significantly more money. So I do try to ask about those things. Um, and I do try to find out where I can. And again, this is a matter of what books are willing to divulge or not divulge. Mm-hmm. But if, Let's say let's say everybody's on the Chiefs this week. Let's you know, hypothetical, and everybody will be on the Chiefs this week. By the way, uh, the public will be anyway. But let's just say that this went from seven Chiefs to eight and a half, and I put something out that says the Chiefs have moved from seven to eight and a half. Well, look, that doesn't mean you should get on the Chiefs. <laughs> You're losing all that value. That one and yeah. a half points is a super important one and a half points. So I try to note that at least. And then if the odds maker is providing me that information is willing to divulge, I can say, hey, where did you see the bulk of that money? Was that at seven? Was it at seven and a half? Was it at eight? What are you seeing at eight and a half? Uh, and again, odds makers are finicky on this. Some are willing to tell you, some are not. But, but some will, and they'll be like, hey, yeah, it was definitely at seven and seven and a half. And mm. you know, then the public has kind of come in afterwards and taken – eight and eight and a half, gotten the worst of the numbers, gotten yeah. off the key numbers, all that. So um, I'm working on doing more of that, recognizing that, that that it's important as much as I can to give context, even, context. Though, even yeah. though a lot of people just want the splits. Just, yeah, I just want to see that's the all they want. They, they want the splits and they want the picks. Um, well, yes. uh, let's go to a quick pick. So I am on the Saints this week. I was betting on their injuries uh, guys getting healthier, returning. They're missing a lot of starters from the London game. Uh, I think it's a bad travel spot for Seattle. I know Saints are coming back from London. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go ahead and guess slash hope that the public is on Seattle, which looked awesome last week against Detroit mm-hmm. and scored a lot of points against Atlanta. And Geno Smith's getting a parade on TV <laughs> because he's the highest passer rating or whatever crap. Where What are you seeing public uh, sharp no- split on the game? I'm seeing... Uh, five and a half Saints right now. Yeah, and I think you're right, actually. I think this is, based on the numbers I've seen, I haven't gotten a comment on this or reached out to anybody on this yet, but I'm looking at some very current splits, like probably to the minute or at least within a few minutes. And uh, it, it literally almost four to one tickets and almost two to one money on Seattle, on the road, catching five and a half so yeah, points, uh, depending, on, depending on where and, you and shop. Listen, I, I broke this down a little longer yesterday, so if you guys missed it, go check it out, obviously. But I just want to say the only time Seattle's played a real defense, outside of the opener, you know, the, mm-hmm. uh, against Denver, mm-hmm. uh, they play San Francisco and could not move the ball. Mm-hmm. They had zero points offensively. It was scored mm-hmm. on special teams. I think they blocked the kick. Right. Uh, this 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 team, like, they so what, they move the ball on bad teams. Like, the Saints have a really good defense, and oh, by the way, they're playing at home, and it looks like Kamara's back. So mm-hmm. I, I think this is a Saints smash spot. Uh, is that something you'd agree on, Patrick? I think I would. I hadn't really been thinking about that game. I, my my reports, except on Vegas Insider, and some of the notes that I have in my in my uh, article today at uh, or article this week, midweek article at FoxSports.com, didn't touch on that game. So I wasn't really looking at it. But you've kind of swayed me a little bit to the point where not only am I thinking Saints. Um, well, yeah, I'm thinking Saints. But what I might want to do on that is um, 
is maybe see if, I mean, Saints lane five and a half lane six. What I might want to do on that, and this is something I kind of like to do sometimes when I when I don't necessarily want to give up close to a touchdown. Yeah. See if Seattle gets the opening kick and finds a way to score a field goal on the first try. Oh, yeah. And then Black I bit. love jumping in in game and just getting a little bit better number. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I tried I, I tried and failed at this uh, in, in, in the Monday. I think it was the Monday night game. It was the Monday night game. The total went down to 39 and a half at one point. And I'm like, okay, I think I like the over now. Uh, when it closed at 42, 42 and a half or whatever it did. So I, I got the best of the number and I lost a damn bet, unfortunately, uh, because the Rams couldn't score any touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, if the Rams get one touchdown, that bet cashes at 39 and a half. But, but yeah, that's something I like to do is just kind of, if I'm not really keen on laying close to a touchdown or more, I like to do that. Or if there's a team that I kind of really like, um, I might take them on an alternate spread to get a better price. If I really think they're going to go in and, and, and do more damage than what the spread might indicate, then, then I might take an alternate spread. If I thought the Seahawks could win on the money line, I might do that. But I don't think the Seahawks are winning that game. And I don't, no, I don't think, they, even I don't think they're covering either, but I would just, I'd be more apt to see how the first drive or two unfolds and see if I can get in game for a little bit better number. All right. This one probably does not have a lot of bets on it because it's a terrible game, but I mm-hmm. see a little edge here for Washington at home against Tennessee. Um, Obviously, Tennessee, really good as a dog. They've proven that this year as a favorite. They also showed that uh, in the opener against the Giants. You know, I'm just not a true believer in this Tennessee. I know they're like the leading scoring team in the first quarter. um, But again, no pass rush. Uh, I know they beat up on the Colts, but the Colts are really bad. Um, And I think there could be some value in Washington here. They they do have a top five run defense. Tennessee, we know, runs the football. Um, Tennessee all of a sudden laying a number on the road. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you seeing any money coming in on either side or is this game so bad nobody's touching it? Uh, I I would bet that it's not a high volume game. But of the volume that's there, it's... It's it's certainly trending toward the Titans, especially ticket count. Ticket count is pretty lopsided. I'm looking at DraftKings numbers right now, for example, and ticket count is five to one on Tennessee. Wow, money, but money is less than two to one, and I think that's a little bit telling. Um, so so granted, the Commanders are only taking 17 percent of tickets, 17 percent of bets made, and only 37 percent of money. But the fact wait, wait, that did you just say eight, so 83 percent of the tickets are on Tennessee? 83% of the tickets at DraftKings. Oh, at DraftKings. Eight, okay, at DraftKings, right. So yeah. 80-20 is usually the split where I think you it makes sense, right? 60-40, no big deal. 70-30, eh. But 80-20 feels significant. Right, and I think it is, but I do think it's telling. When you get, like you said, 4-1 to one or more, 80% or more, I do think that's telling. But I also think there's something to be read into. And this is where I think the splits can sometimes help a little bit. I'm not saying rely on these to make your bets. I'm saying it's a... It's an interesting piece of information that might help inform you. But when they're getting 83% of bets, but they're only taking 63% of money, I feel like there's something there that says uh, there, that there's something going on with the under, with, with, with the other team there, in this case, the underdog okay. commanders. So, I feel like so, there's something there. Yeah. And Let I don't disagree you, with you. Patrick, are you seeing over 80% tickets uh, from any sports book at any, in any other game? This weekend, let's well. Let's just since I've got DK up on my screen, I'm going to look at that first, and then I'll look at and then literally. Uh, uh, oh, you could you you don't have to actually ask them for all these. They give you access, well, and you could just see. I them. get I get first off. DK's got a screen I can check out, and I'll give you guys a little tip. It's at Vsin's website. So no, wait, hold on, hold on. Does it, can anybody just go there and look at this? Anybody can go and look at this. Okay, vsin.com. All right, got you it. You got it. You got it. They have a betting sports page. Now the rest of it I get and several other media types. 
get stuff sent to us from like PointsBet okay. and Caesars and BetMGM and so forth. So, uh, so I lean into those. Looking at DraftKings right now, Tennessee is the only team wow. this week with more that with eighty percent or more of tickets on the spread so far. A couple are close. The Seahawks seventy eight. I don't get that, but I'm with you on that. Niners at seventy nine. Um, coming off a big win now, a bit now a long road trip, which I think is interesting. Hold on, hold on, Patrick. That's three road teams that are favorites, and the public is all over them. Well, the actually, public, yep. See, Seahawks are underdog. I'm sorry. Tennessee yeah. is a road favorite. Forty Nine ers a big road favorite. Interesting. Yes, yes. Okay. Interesting. And then you've got the Chiefs after that at seventy six percent of tickets. 85% of money that's kind of lining up. So the money is really, it's definitely yeah. cheap. So those are the three that I'm seeing right now that are uh, from DraftKings, but I'm going to take a peek at uh, um, what else I've got. You know, I, I, and DraftKings is usually a fair indicator because they operate in so many states that, you know, you can, you know, that, those, that, that, that those are a good indication of how things are going even at other books, but only a couple of teams really seeing that kind of ticket count. And to your point, it is kind of interesting that two of them, our, our road favorites. Um, and the other one I'm with you on the saints. I just, I would just like a little bit better number. So I might, I might keep an eye on that come uh, Sunday morning here in Vegas and, and see if I can uh, see if Seattle can go down, get a field goal, get me the saints at like four or something. Yep. Are you able to see why or when the Ravens went from three to three and a half against the Bengals? Cause I got them on Wednesday at Ravens minus three. I'm now seeing three and a half and it's, you know, Obviously, the Bengals kicked their ass twice last year by a lot. Um, Ravens have, I think, only trailed for 14 seconds this season, or maybe it was in the two losses they've only trailed for 14 seconds. Mm-hmm. I think they're undervalued. I think the Bengals have not looked particularly sharp. Um, but the, li- the the move in a divisional game from three to three and a half was kind of interesting to me. Did you see anything there? Uh, not anything fresh on this yet, but obviously a uh, uh, super key game, and I'm going into my, uh, uh, my article real quick because that was – that Bengals Ravens game is a really key game this week. It's a sun, yeah, it's the Sunday night. Sunday right? night, yeah. I mean, it's a, we're jumping it a little early because everybody's going to roll final bets into that, right? Parlays, teasers, everything. Right. Well, this was one that every every Sunday night I talk with John Murray. I go back and forth with John Murray, who's the executive director at the Super Bowl. Um, certainly one of the more respected books, and he gives me some insights on like half a dozen of the next week's games. Opening line, what's happening early, maybe what he thinks may happen later. And he noted they actually opened three and a half and they got sharp play on the Bengals right out of the gate, ultimately went down to three Monday. So I think that's what you have there is just a, a resistance point on both sides. Uh, better stop the Bengals were a good play at plus uh, uh, at plus three and a half and to the point where it went down to three. And that's where Ravens betters got interested and moved it back to three and a half. So you got in on that middle ground. And you got, you know, you got the better of the number, especially if it's close to three and a half, which I think it will. Um, or, I mean, maybe it goes higher. I don't know. But um, I, I do think getting in at three on the Ravens is a good number there. And I agree with you. The Bengals have not looked good. And that the Ravens are peeved that they really blew a golden opportunity last week. Uh, yeah. Could have absolutely won that game. Uh, what's the game you like best this weekend, Patrick? NFL? Or I'll let you go to college if you want. I do have a – well, actually, before you get to that. Sure. Uh, Steelers-Bills. Um it's a bit of a weird spot for the Bills. They had the Ravens last week, tough mm-hmm. second half comeback. They have the Chiefs next week in a rematch of the last two playoff games and, of course, a potential preview of the AFC Championship. Sure. Um, 
But this week they have the Steelers and a rookie quarterback at home. They're laying 14. Biggest number I think we've seen this season. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm staying away from this game entirely. I, 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 there's probably too much variance involved with Pickett mm-hmm. and newness. Um, Tomlin yep. is a dog, yada, yada, yada. But what, what are you seeing on this one? Right, and I agree with you. I think this is a total stay away. And there was a really interesting stat that came out this week um, from Mackenzie Kramer over at ESPN, ESPN Stats and Info. This is the, the, the bill, or rather the Steelers, are the only team since the 1970 AFL-NFL merger to never be an underdog of 14 or more points until now, wow. which is an amazing stat. Every other team, and you know, you and I both know several of these teams have been 14-point underdogs many, many times. Uh, the Steelers have never been a 14-point underdog in 52 years or whatever it is. So um, I'll tell you, it seems pretty stuck at 14. Like nobody really wants to go either way on this, and I can see why. I'm, I'm with you. I feel like it's kind of a stay-away game. And I'm actually going to take a peek here at at, uh, at DK's latest numbers. It's yeah, it's I mean it's a two way action lean toward the lean toward the Steelers. People taking the 50, the the 14 points, but 54 percent of spread bets, 59 percent of spread money early. You know this is Thursday is still considered early. All the money comes in on Sunday on these games. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a it's a it's a it's a light pot compared to what yeah, it's going to be. It's it's tough. Yeah, on a Thursday, it's tough. But I, I'll one more before we get to your bet, your p- sure, picks. Sure. Um, I am a Jets fan. Um, mm-hmm. it, they're two and two. I know they have two lucky wins. That being said, good spot at home. Teddy Bridgewater, um, Dolphins second straight uh, road game. Mm-hmm. I, I went to the Vsin site you mentioned. I'm seeing handle ninety one percent on Miami. Yeah. So. To me, that's kind of sort of insane. I don't know who these people are. 91% of the people are taking the Dolphins on the road. By the way, uh, the Dolphins injury report is like all their cornerbacks are out. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying Zach Wilson could shred, but I'm just saying if if Howard's not out there, we know um, what's his name's on the pup list, Byron Jones. Like Garrett Wilson, Corey Davis, they should have some success. I At three and a half, I I think I'm going to take the Jets. I don't think that's a bad play. And but th- but this is one of those ones where my antenna would go up a little bit and say, okay, tickets are two to one, money's nine to one. Did they did did DraftKings see something significant there that uh, that is skewing that? Did they see a you know a twenty thousand or a fifty thousand dollar play? That's a possibility. Now it may not have happened, but it's a possibility. And I'm actually checking. This is from uh, this is from midweek, so it's a it's about uh, you know. 24 hours old. However, okay. all the money's coming in later in the week. So this is still going to be kind of representative. I'm checking with points bet USA on that game and it's heavy to Miami, but not skewed quite that much tickets about three to one money, about four to one, which is still significant, yeah. but uh, not quite as heavy as DraftKings. So is maybe they chance, saw something Patrick, big on the Dolphins. Is there a chance that people were dummying up the Dolphins early in the week, lower limits to get it off the three, up to three and a half, and now you get the hook and the Jets at home. R- limits are raised on Friday, Saturday. You come back bigger on the Jets. Is that a potential setup? Do you see that a lot? Have you seen? Any, did you see any last week or any recently? Do you? I don't know that I jumped out. I don't specifically see it, but I hear about it regularly. So mm. I, I, you know, there are that those kinds of things do happen. I don't know if it would happen here, but it, but it might. Um, the, the skew and the numbers there seems interesting, especially now that you're at three and a half and, uh, you know, whether the jets got lucky or not, I mean, they got two fourth quarter touchdowns last week yeah. and they won and they won on the road and it's hard to win on the road in the NFL. 
Um, you know, and that's that that's been proven. KC looks like a beast, but and won on the road last week against you know a a, a pretty good defense in Tampa. But the week before, they went on the road and lost at Indy, and the jury is totally out on Indy now. I I thought they would be better, and so it's you know I that's not to compare the Jets to the Chiefs or the Bucks. I'm not trying to do that at all. Uh, I'm just pointing out that you know getting a road win, coming getting two touchdowns in the fourth quarter to do it, it's not something to just. Or you don't want you shouldn't overlook that. So I, I feel like this is way too skewed. And if you're going to give me three and a, if you're saying, OK, I have to bet this game, then I'm going to take three and a half with the Jets for sure. Got it. All right, Patrick. Now on to your picks. Do you have anything that you've bet college, NFL, parlays, teasers, total sides, props, whatever? I'm definitely intrigued by that Sunday night game. I really, you know, if, if uh, it looks like there may, if there's still any, you know, if, if threes come back on the Ravens, I'm not sure if I'd have to double check my books, but if three comes back on the Ravens, I think I like that. And I might even like to do this. Another thing I like, I think I mentioned it a little bit earlier. I like to let this play out a little bit in game uh, to potentially get a better number or pregame. I like looking at the ultimate spreads. If I think a team's going to be better, I just feel like the Ravens are going to be good this week. Um, so I might look to take on an alternate spread, just a flyer. I'm not saying, I'm not saying this is sharp or smart right. or anything, but I might take Ravens minus seven and I might take chiefs 10 or 10 and a half. I feel like Kansas Ooh. city is going to be ready for this. I'm it's, it's not, I'm just saying it's something that I like to have fun. With. I'm not saying it's the, the sharp thing to do, the smart thing to do. I don't think it's a bad bet necessarily in the Ravens game. I just feel like they're going to be good this week. I feel like they're yeah. going to be peeved that they blew an opportunity. They're at home again to your point. Cincinnati hasn't looked particularly good this season. Um, the NFC North is, or AFC North rather, is totally up for grabs, and somebody needs to kind of start taking control. And I think this is a spot where the Ravens could do it. So I might look at an alternate line, you know, six, six and a half, seven. Uh, I don't really want to do seven, but maybe six, six and a half, and hope the Ravens win by a touchdown mm. and uh, and pay me out a nice little uh, chunk more than I would if yeah. I take the Ravens three, three and a half. That's a tough one. Um, I don't know. I, I we'll do a lot more on the Monday game, but. It, it watching Chiefs uh, Tampa, it looked like they were ready for Super Bowl revenge. Mm-hmm. They, they called all the good plays. I mean, they rolled, they dominated. Mm-hmm. I don't like taking teams off dominating performances. Um, mm-hmm. That's the only reason. And divisional. Um, also, do you do any Survivor? Uh, are you in that big Survivor contest? Or do I did, you do it? I did not do Survivor this year. I might try it next year. The only one I'm in this year is uh, a fun one that my buddy and I teamed up on. And that's the new one from the Superbook that was. Uh, pick every team's over under. Uh, and that was a lot of fun. You know, I, I don't know how the hell we're going to do. Probably not very good. But uh, I haven't even looked lately to see. I'm actually trying to grab my sheet and see if I've got it here. But uh, we did over under on every team. I thought that was a fun one where you literally have action every week, but you get it out of the way right before the season starts. And then you just, your, your, your bet, so to speak, is rolling all season long. So that was kind of a fun one that I thought would be interesting to try this season. Haven't done a uh, super contest and, and the Circa, uh, haven't done Circa Survivor yet, but I've done the Circa Millions uh, a couple times. Um, I just thought this would be a fun new one to try out on these over-unders on teams and see how it goes. But uh, all so of them are fun. Over. I, I'm assuming you have the over on the Eagles because that's, that's, that's looking like a good one. <laughs> I, I think I've got the over on the Eagles. I think we're, we're, the, the biggest debate my buddy and I had was, on the, uh, was really on the AFC West as a whole. And, hmm. and it wasn't a big debate, but we felt, my buddy was like, hey, I think you take all four of these teams to go under. And I said, look, mm. I agree with you on the Raiders, the Chi- uh, the Raiders, the Chargers, and the Broncos. 
yeah. my, my Denver box. I'm like, I can go there with you on that. If you'll allow us to take the over on the chiefs, I'm happy to go under the other three. Cause I think that division is going to completely cannibalize each other. And ultimately I think the chiefs are the only team that can, that can survive such a cannibalization. So we took chiefs over and went under on the rest of the AFC West, which yeah, right now doesn't look too bad. It's that early. Looks great right now. Congrats on that one. Uh, and congrats <laughs> on joining Fox, Patrick. You guys got to follow him. Patrick Everson gives out great stuff, especially day of. I know morning of out in LA, people wake up. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to eat their avocado toast before the NFL games. <laughs> and uh, just knowing where what's going on is awesome, dude. So keep up the good work and congrats again, Patrick. Thank you very much, Jason. Glad to join you. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, That grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. 
I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. Great stuff from Patrick Everson. He's a good follow on social media. We brought him over to Fox. He's doing stuff for Fox Digital. Really good guy. And uh, knows the NFL as well as anybody out there in the desert. All right, let's get to a couple NFL picks for the weekend. So contest not great last week, 1-3-1. and one. Still upset that the Texans could not come in the back door late and the Broncos. I had I didn't have a great feeling about last week. I have a much better feeling, almost irrationally so, about this week. I have like three plays that I feel like are number one contenders. Um, the Baltimore Ravens, you could have got them at three earlier this week. We talked about it. They're now three and a half in the contest. I think I sadly have to take it. This is a Ravens team. Unbelievable stat here. In their two losses, remember they led Miami almost wire to wire, and then they did lead Buffalo wire to wire. They've trailed for a total of 14 seconds in the two losses. They sh- they're that close to 4-0. They're getting healthier. Ronnie Stanley looks like he's going to play his first game back. And again, this is a Bengals team that I was selling before the season, have not looked good at all. We did call their spot last week against um, Cincinnati on uh, Thursday Night Football. Cincinnati Dolphins, it-, it was an easy one. That was an easy one for Cincy. And they still struggled. To put them away. But bottom line is teams are taking away the explosive play from Joe Burrow. Remember last year, they murdered the Ravens in two games. Burrow had like over 900 yards passing. And I think they won by a combined like 60 points in both games. It was, it was just really embarrassing. Now, one of them, Lamar did not start. It was late in the season. But that was also with Wink Martindale. And now he's no longer the defensive coordinator there. He's with the Giants. So the new DC, it's an easy game plan. Play the two high safeties, lock up with Peters and Humphrey, and as long as you don't get them isolated and try to blitz, you're going to be fine because Burrow is clearly not able to take advantage of what the defense is giving him, and Zach Taylor's calling bad games. I like the Ravens a lot at three. I like them a little less at three and a half, but I still think Baltimore has some value. I think they're the side here for sure. I, uh, I've i already talked a lot about the Saints. Got them at five with some juice. They're at five and a half. I think the Saints are the side here, guys. Seattle. Talked about their travel spot. I know uh, London is a is a big trip. Usually teams want the buy after that. But it's it's becoming clear that teams are looking at some data and saying, we don't need a buy. They're going to give us a home game. And our opponent will be in a tough travel spot. That's the case for Seattle. I mentioned it yesterday. Had to fly to play Detroit. Then flew home. Now another cross-country trip, this time to New Orleans. And if you look at the injury reports, the Saints are getting healthier. That's huge. Kamara looks like he will play. 
Michael Thomas doesn't won't play, and James Winston probably won't play, but Olave will have help in the form of Jarvis Landry. I like the Saints here. I think their defense comes up fairly big against a really overrated Seattle side. So two of my picks in the contest. Saints, again, five and a half, not great. And Ravens, three and a half. I mentioned this one on Cowherd Show. This is not going to be popular. It's a hold-your-nose special. This is a gross, gross bet. But the Washington Commanders, money has come in this week on them. Yes, a lot of it has to do with, wait a minute, Tennessee's favored on the road? What? What? How? Tennessee, obviously good as an underdog. We saw them last week against the Colts come up big. Now, it's a rivalry game in the division. Vrabel seems to own Frank Reich. But this one is stepping out of the division into a desperate, wounded Washington team. Listen, Washington could do no right other than stop the run, which is a good sign for Derrick Henry. But I'm a believer in Washington here. I think they stop the run. I think the offense can get just enough done. I know Dotson's not going to play, but I tried to go pick up Curtis Samuel in a couple fantasy leagues. Unbelievable, but Curtis Samuel's not available. I think it's a big game for him. Tennessee secondary is terrible. The pass rush is awful. Uh, this this is a Washington spot. I'll take him on the money line. I'm not going Survivor, but Washington is a play for me. We'll see about the contest. It's really tough to back like Davis Mills, Justin Fields, Carson Wentz. Those are rough, guys. It's tough. Tampa Bay is a significant play for me this weekend. Feeling like the Bucks are a massive step up in class for the Falcons, having seen some pretty bad teams, pretty bad quarterbacks. And now they go up against Tom Brady, and a Bucks team that got humiliated on Sunday Night Football. I got him at eight and a half. It's already up to nine. Would not be surprised. I think the the, the heavy uh, numbers betters will will not let this touch ten. But give me Tampa Bay. Brady has owned the Falcons. Um, I think in three of the four games they've scored over thirty points and won by double digits. I like Tampa here easily. Now this is the sketchy one that's probably gonna make some people nauseous. I'm betting on Bailey Zappi at home against Detroit. Everybody loves the Lions. You heard Patrick Everson talk about some of these public splits. The public loves Detroit. They are covering machines so far, thanks to Jared Goff. I don't know if you guys heard. Uh, I was on Cowherd. Well, I'm on Cowherd every day, but we were talking about, and he like loves Jared Goff. He wants to keep Jared Goff. I'm like, whoa, whoa. St. Brown looks awesome. The OC is surprising people. Swift has looked good. Uh, Josh Reynolds, and they're shredding bad defenses, and oh, by the way, in domes. This is their first trip outside. Do you guys remember what Belichick did to Goff in the Super Bowl? Goff and McVeigh, by the way. It was ugly. Total beatdown. I see Goff struggling. I see the Patriots defense dominating this game. Would not be surprised if we saw like a 20 to 9, uh, 23 to 10 Patriots boring slobber knocker. I think this is a, a significant play. Three and a half in the contest, I don't love, but I've got to take it. And if you look in the contest, a couple of games I really like. The hook is there, and I think that's there for a reason because they know on game day even bigger money is going to come in. I, I'm going Patriots here. And so we got Saints, Bucks, Patriots, Washington. I don't really want to talk about Rams-Cowboys. I think I'm probably going to step away from that game. I, I can't trust the Rams right now, and I know that's what you say when you just saw someone on an island game, but this is an offensive line that's really in rough shape. The offense itself is struggling, and – I don't know if in the trenches they can hold off Micah Parsons, Dexter Lawrence. Did you see Dallas? Number one in pressure rate. I gave you guys a website for pressure rate, right? Um, let me call it up. I have it bookmarked, but it is, uh, it's, uh, oof, this computer's all slow, but um, it is, 
You just, you know, Google 2022 Pro Football Reference defensive statistics. And then if you scroll down, the second graph shows team advanced defense. And you look at pressure rate, and there they are. Uh, at the top, the Dallas Cowboys. It is, it is a kind of a nasty defensive front. Dan Quinn auditioning again. Now, they've played some shaky offensive lines. Easy to easy to beat down some of these inferior offensive lines. But it's not like the Rams offensive line is good. Seriously. Oh, actually, Cowboys just got passed. I'm sorry, by the 49ers. They're now number one in pressure rate. 49ers, uh, 34.2 pressure rate. Cowboys, 32.7. So San Fran with that big game, seven sacks against um, Stafford. Significant. But Dallas is getting to the quarterback. The Rams can't protect the quarterback. This is just a, I think you got to be careful here. I think you got to be very, very careful if you take the Rams. They're probably the right side. I get it. The line should be more, but I'm sidestepping it. My final two picks. I'm looking hard at the Eagles. Yes, the Philadelphia Eagles going on the road, laying a big number. Uh, this is more of a fade of Arizona and their inabilities at home. They've lost their last seven against the spread and straight up at home. And their offense just can't, they can't do anything. How are they going to keep up if the Eagles are running all over them? If A.J. Brown's getting loose in the secondary. Like, this isn't the Carolina Panthers you're facing. Like, Arizona has been really, really putrid so far this season. And if they fall, remember, no points in the first quarter all season. Again, this probably is close. Um, I can't see the Eagles totally destroying them. But I think I'm going to have to lay it with the Eagles in five. And finally, listen, the New York Jets getting three and a half. There's something cooking with the Zach Wilson, Corey Davis, Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore. We only saw one game of it. And I know uh, Zach Wilson struggled a bit. I saw this crazy stat. I go to Pro Football Focus and look at the quarterbacks. So Zach Wilson has 40 dropbacks. He had what's graded as four turnover-worthy plays in 40 dropbacks. There's some guys who have that through four games. Wilson is very cavalier with the ball. Now, will the Dolphins still blitz heavily with, it looks like Xavier Howard will not go. Byron Jones is out. We talked about some of this with Patrick. But in my notes for the game, I have... If they try this zero blitz thing that they did against Lamar and they try to force Zach Wilson into problems and you have backup cornerbacks and you got the speed of Moore and Garrett Wilson and I think the Jets can have some success. And defensively, you know, I I, I know Teddy Bridgewater, all he does is covers. They joke his name is Teddy Covers. It's going to remind you guys, a lot of that is as an underdog, okay? Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater as a dog is great. Teddy Bridgewater laying points on the road. I don't know. I, I'm looking hard at the Jets. I do think this is a really good um, teaser weekend. Um, teasers have not been good to me this year, which is weird because last year, oh my God, I think I was, at one point it was like 13 and four hitting teasers. They're saving you when you're hitting some of these struggles on sides. But a, a, a four-team teaser that I like, Green Bay Packers to two and a half. I think they slaughter the Giants. Saints just have to win the game. Um, Tampa Bay to three against Atlanta, and San Francisco just has to win by one against Carolina. Who's losing out of those four? I mean, the Saints, listen, I know you guys hate the Saints and they haven't looked great. Quick thing from my notes here. Saints lead the NFL in turnover margin. Minus seven. Lead the NFL in penalties. I think this is the week they button it up, getting healthier against a bad team. There's no need to be holding. No need to hold in the secondary. Not Not against this team. I know Metcalf is good. Lockett's a little banged up. Again, they're going to get to Geno Smith. Seattle has no pass rush. Seattle has no secondary. Dalton should eat. Um, 
And that's how we have it. Uh, listen, I know there's not a lot of college games in there. We got to get a college guy back on, talk a little college footy. But for now, that's what we got. I am not betting on Nicoxa versus Tigres in the Liga MX playoffs. Saturday, uh, game's at 5 o'clock. It's on Univision, 5 Pacific, that is. I will be very locked in on that. Um, listen, as an owner of the team, I obviously cannot be betting on my team. That being said, this will be a tall order. Last year, Nakaxa went and lost in penalty kicks. Uh, tough, tough pill to swallow. They had, uh, tied it up late in the game. I think it was like 87th minute. Really exciting stuff. And then they ended up losing in PKs, which sucked. But I, I do, uh, I do like this Nakaxa squad. This side, uh, I think they keep it close against Tigres. Would not shock me if they won it. Uh, of course, Tigres has a couple guys you're familiar with if you follow soccer. So. Uh, Check that game out Saturday afternoon, Univision, uh, 5 o'clock Pacific, so it'll be 8 Eastern. I don't even know what the night game is uh, for college football, but um, I think I, I think the soccer game will interest you. It should be a, a pretty lit scene in, in the Liga MX playoffs. Um, I'll leave it there, guys. We'll talk to you Monday. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.